0: Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie, because we've seen it all before. I'm Danny.
1: I'm Dan, and Danny is not sweaty enough, apparently.
0: <laughs> okay, it was a real... <laughs> it was a struggle to get all this set up today. It was something... <laughs> everything went wrong. My iPad's almost dead. I gotta have it plugged in here, and it's the whole thing. Yeah, so.
1: alright. Well, it is uh, Star Wars Day week here on Seen It Before. Yeah. So, we have our quote-unquote Star Wars specialists coming in. Your clutch here, uh, Sean. He's got a. He's got his. <laughs> he's got <laughs> his master. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on, Sean? Uh, good to have you back as usual. You're on like all our Star Wars stuff. Uh, what are we doing this week, Sean?
2: Uh, well, I was given some uh, pretty hard homework to watch over. Uh, it was it Return of the Jedi? Sorry, I don't remember. Okay. Yes, Return
1: of the Jedi, and uh, I lost my notes because <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs>
0: Deleted it for
1: another project we were doing at the time, and I. Wonderful. Yeah, Love I even use like three different notes tabs, and I put them all in like the same thing. And I just. Why do you do? Uh, I don't know, man. No, you gotta be organized. Just, like, I'm not.
0: Like, I have. You know me. I have entire folders. <laughs> like I have entire folders devoted to seeing it before, and every time we watch a new movie, I do a new note. Yeah, well, guess who isn't
1: organized? Me.
0: We should stop that. Nope. All
1: right, well, let's <laughs> let's stop that and let's get to uh, this review of Return of the Jedi.
0: All right, so we just watched Return of the Jedi, and um, it, it was good. How many times have you seen it? Dan? I've seen it, <laughs> it was good. Okay. I've seen it what, like uh, probably like ten, twelve thousand times. So yeah, that's
2: about thousand. right. Yeah, <laughs> thousand.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I've seen it a lot of times. What, well, what is Sean? Sean, you've seen it so many times.
2: Well, I uh, I don't know about thousands of times. <laughs> Maybe like five or ten times or something. Okay, like it's that. probably more than that.
0: Get away yourself uh, but, but <laughs> i
2: i have been quoted as saying you know the last hour of empire strikes back and the first hour of return of the jedi are my two favorite hours of star wars you know the the last hour you get the best Beb spin uh thing you know luke i am your father you know sorry no i am your father <laughs> and then in then return of the jedi you get the whole jabba's palace stuff i think that's like the greatest that Lucas has given us so far.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's start with that. Let's start with that first hour of return of the Jedi. So Danny, you're the notes guy right now. So, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's called return of the Jedi, more like return to Tatooine. Uh, Cause they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go back to Tat. Okay. So it's kind of cool that they, they start off in one place. It's like literally the hero's journey to a T where you go, you go, you start somewhere, your normal life, and then you, you go through a bunch of trials and stuff. And then you end up back where you were, just as a different person, and that's literally what Luke is done. He's just a completely new person now, and now he's on Tatooine. And I like that he has um, his Jedi robes now. He's he's all dressed in black, and um, yeah, the
2: black is sick. And, and with the now with the green lightsaber too, you know, deleted scene we don't really see it, but but the green with the black I think it contrasts really good. I was a big fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like because like I liked I like when characters um, evolve or like. Like fit the like visually, like where they look. So like Luke start like Luke has three distinct looks in every movie. He has his white robes in um or his like white kind of farmer outfit in uh, New Hope. Then he's got like his kind of jumpsuit um in uh, Episode Five, and then now he's all in the black Jedi robes now. So I thought so, this was really cool
1: character development. Yeah, unlike what we got in the sequel trilogy with Ray.
0: Yeah. Okay. So with Ray, like she. I would have liked the, like, she, she, all right, they did a little bit with giving her the new hair in Last Jedi, but then they backtracked going back to the old hair and they gave her just like a, a newer white kind of outfit, which it's not necessarily, it's different. She's a Skywalker now. Yeah, but now she, yeah, now she's like the embodying the, the Jedi and stuff. But like, I would have liked, you know, I liked the her, her Sith out or Sith look. That would have been cool. Like, she stayed like that, you know? But I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sean, what about you? We're talking about the, uh, the First part of Java's Palace before uh, Han comes out
2: of Kryptonite, uh, Kryptonite,
1: Kryptonite, Jesus. <laughs> Carbonite,
2: Bond <laughs> <Long> franchise. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Uh, I like what you said with the Tatooine thing. You know, it all began here and it all ends here. And to bring it back to you were just mentioning Ray and the Ray Skywalker BS that that was. Yeah, you know, that ends on. Uh, that ends on Tatooine as well. You know, it started in Jakku, which was very similar to Tatooine. You know, mm-hmm. yep. desert planet, nothing going on. And what do you know? It comes back to Tatooine. Uh, but but the beginning of Return of the Jedi. I mean, what else can I say? You know, as you can tell, you know, I'm a big Mandalorian fan. You know, so we <laughs> oh, get Boba we Fett. get our Boba Fett. Yeah, finally, unfortunately, you know, it's the the fall of Boba Fett. Thankfully, spoiler alert, you know, he comes back, uh, which, <laughs> which all fans have been praising since you know we did that with the Mandalorian, which is awesome. Uh, but also some some funny easter eggs too we see the crate dragon skeleton in the dunes of Tatooine yes. so that's in like yes. the beginning again comes back in the mandalorian you know so like i said this is this is the greatest star wars there is yeah rancor a little rancor action yeah, i all mean that. all all the different alien species we see uh <laughs> the the stupid dance number yeah i was going to say the, the, the
1: weird X. i I can't stand that th- that shit. <laughs> like it's it's goofy and it's Star Wars, but like I just can't stand
0: it. And yeah, I don't, see. I don't. Okay, so you don't like Jedi Rocks? No, no. I I like it better than the what was originally in there.
2: What was that? Wait, that's what it's called, Jedi Rocks.
0: Yes, yeah, it's so called Jedi Rocks. <laughs> I, I didn't know
1: that. What was the original thing that was in there?
0: I don't know what it's called, but I just remember it. It's like it sounds more, more like better. It just sounds better to me. Like the Jedi Rocks, is more. It was like. If we're gonna have a stupid dance number, you might want. Might as well go all out, right? Like the other ones, just kind of like cantina music, and then but they devote like five minutes to it instead of Jedi Rocks, where it's like, like yeah, I could bop to that, you know.
1: <laughs> Your face. is... Yeah, I'm just staring at you right
0: now. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> anyway, so that's going on in Tatooine, and um, right before we, oh, I gotta use my face ID to open this up. <laughs> right before we go to Tatooine, um. We see right off the bat they're already building the Death Star too, and uh, it's a little unoriginal. But what's more unoriginal is just doing the Death Star but bigger. Which uh, you know what's more unoriginal? Doing it again in the sequel series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this whole scene the Emperor is kind of like showing up, or no, um, the Emperor doesn't show up yet. But Darth Vader shows up in his his transport, and he's all like, "The Emperor is coming!" And like all of a sudden, like you get to see like how much fear, like. Just the mentioning of his name instills and in, like all the all like the, the officers and stuff, and I just like that because it's like sure it's it's a thing a thing that Star Wars does that it breaks is like you always hear show don't tell and they they break that rule with Darth Vader and the emperor where like um they just tell you how badass Darth Vader and uh the emperor are that like but like it's 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 effective, so you know.
1: Yeah, I mean they kind of built it up for the first two movies at least with Darth Vader. I mean, you only saw a little bit in A New Hope and then you got a little more action with Empire Strikes Back, but you never really heard
0: of the Emperor too much, right? You see one quick shot of him that was added in the special editions in Empire. See, yeah, it's just kind of like foreshadowing, a
1: little, little building of uh, suspense for yeah. episode 6.
0: Yeah, and I I like that. It's you know, uh but um Back to Tatooine, where like the whole thing, the whole like our heroes are, are kind of doing their own thing. Um, Bib Fortuna, like, kind of like is like the one that like answers the door and he's all like, eh, What do you want? You want to see Jabba? And like, um, just to think that this fucking asshole is the guy who like succeeds Jabba in, in the book of Boba, <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: yeah, this guy's he's a he's emo, a bitch, man. He, he's a slime ball, that's that's what he is. He fills in for Jabba. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, come on. Uh, yeah. I just... Well, so, who would you rather see fill in for Jabba?
0: I would honestly rather see Salacious Crumb. Uh, be, be, be <laughs> people, people don't know Salacious I Crumb. I don't even know who that is. Or Jabba. Is this so little, little rat uh, pet, yeah. Howler
2: oh. or something like that. But it's
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> little thing came to him, you know? That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty funny, honestly.
0: <laughs> I, I, Literally watch, anyone other than Dude, that. I'd watch that. <laughs> or the Gamorrean guards, you know? They, they got done They got done dirty in the uh, Book of Boba Fett. They got pushed off the cliff, you know? Yeah, they got Look, fucked
2: up. Back to what you said with the, uh, you know, the, I, I forget how you said it, but you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be shown, not told with the whole, you know, Vader being this, you know, this big, scary, bad emperor being this big, scary, bad thing. Again, you're, I, I totally agree with you. You know, we never see, you know, the badassness that is Darth Vader, you know, that everyone's so afraid of this scary man with the black helmet on until Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One, they did justice, you know, with the the two minute stream time that Vader got. And I mean, we still haven't seen any um, some badassness out of Darth Sidious Emperor Palpatine, in my opinion. So that's what a
1: prequel movie would be pretty cool for, like a prequel to the prequels.
0: Yeah, I would love to see like a like Darth Plagueis the book be made into a movie or something like that because like that's all about Sidious's like rise or like killing his master, right? I, I forget. Um, but
2: yeah, yeah, it tells it tells it's more of like a political book, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I like ten out of ten, recommend it. And it's got like since you mentioned it, there's two things in that book that I think really stand out. Spoiler alert, spoilers. In this in this book, they explain you know that Palpatine and plages his master influenced the midichlorians george lucas's favorite word influenced the midichlorians to create life therefore being anakin skywalker so uh, so all all these people that hate on the phantom menace you know and like oh like you just created out of thin air there's no father yeah yeah yeah. well you know there was plants you know we just didn't get to it so that that's the first big takeaway the second big takeaway is that the caminoans the the cloners are From another universe, their universe like exploded or something, so they had like trans dimensional travel that brought them into the Star Wars universe. Yeah, 10 out of 10, read that book.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check that one out because uh, I think we talked about it on the Book of Boba Fett, or maybe um, what was the other episode where we did um, with you, Sean? Or was it clones. clones? It has Tackle clones. clones, yeah, it was probably Tackle Clones that we mentioned it, but um. Yeah, um so back to um, Tatooine though. Um if I were R2 like okay, first of all, what's Luke's plan? <laughs> what is is Luke's plan does he have like three different plans or did he just like
1: He's got an ego problem like his father.
0: I mean yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> He's my. like I'm a powerful Jedi, I'll just fucking sell my droids yeah. and then you know, put my sister in there and then well, and actually, then fuck it, nothing works, so I'm just gonna do it myself.
2: <laughs> ob- obviously I don't Kiss know. Kiss my sister goodbye. Else. <laughs> I don't know anything else besides the viewers. No, I mean... but So so you mentioned um, Bib Fortuna is the one who let him in. Yep. Well, It's because he can wave the hand and let me in. You, yeah. know? you yeah, can't yeah. do that with Jabba the Hutt because Huts are immune to force powers. Yep. So that's when his first plan got off the track. You know, because who, there's no Jedi to teach Luke Skywalker and be like, hey, this don't work on Huts or, you know, all these other races.
0: Yeah, but like, so his first plan is to give give the droids as a as a gift
2: Mm.
0: what what after like (laughs) oh so like they they he wants to exchange them for han right is that the whole that's the first plan and then that doesn't work and then he sends in leia and then you know she frees him but that doesn't work yep and then he's like fuck it i'm just doing myself and then they take. How does he lose his lightsaber? Did they just take it? No no, he gave, no, no, he gave the lightsaber to R two. He went he in without his time. lightsaber.
2: Yeah. Oh. During the Rancor fight. He didn't have the lightsaber either.
0: Okay. So yeah. Okay. So it definitely sounds like Luke didn't really think any of that through because <laughs> he had like all these. Well, no, plans. he he kind
1: of did. Like he, I think. So.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he, no, if he, he definitely, he definitely thought it through because of what I just said. You know, yeah. he, he thought it through enough to prepare R two to have his lightsaber. You no, know, but like, the
0: whole- what I'm saying is that if he's like, if the final plan for, was for him to just go in there, why would he not just keep his lightsaber? Why would he give it to R two? You know what I mean? They're
2: probably taking from him at the door. You know,
0: Ben Fortuna's stupid. He, he probably <laughs> had,
1: he probably had a backup. <laughs> plan.
0: Fortuna's a bitch, like. <laughs>
1: Like R two would just pop it up at any time. Honestly, you pop it up. He would pop it up at <laughs> any time, man. Hey, pop it off, pop it up. Hey, whatever he wants to do. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so then uh, you know Han gets rescued from the from the carbonite, but <laughs> just gets thrown back into uh, gets, or gets gets like thrown back into the cuffs again, and they goes like, "We're gonna we're gonna throw you in the, in the Sarlacc pit." Like, fuck you guys. Hit um, of carcun. That's, that's what it's called? Yeah, well, that's
2: the name of that sarlacc. You know, sarlacs are a species that are all over Tatooine. Yep. So that one is the Great Pit of Carcoon.
0: Oh, okay. So that era, area is Carcoon?
2: Yeah. I I think that either that or the specific sarlacc's name is Carcoon, but, but mm-hmm. something of the like.
1: Let's talk about the. Uh, the. They're just looking at each other. They're all just like nodding, looking.
2: The family guy's scared. I, I can't not <laughs> think of family guy when I see that. Yeah. It's like, don't. 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 Like they all know, Sean, you know what we're talking about? I, I don't think I do. Uh, you're referring to, uh, what What does Family Guy call it? They do their.
0: It's called, this one is called It's a Trap. Like that's what the Family Guy episode's called. So. But, I, I
2: try and stay away from all of, you know, uh, what are they called when they, they're making fun of something? I'm blanking out. The it. parodies? Yeah, thank you. I, I try and stay away from parodies, you know, like Spaceballs. Like, meh. It's, it's because, you know, it's something so near and dear to me. That <laughs> I you don't want to ruin seriously, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah so, so when someone's joking about, it, I'm like me. Nee.
0: Well, yeah, that, that's a good point you bring up because like um, I was watching a Star Wars theory um, episode or a video or whatever. He was talking about how this how the memes ruined this one scene, and it's the it's a, um, I hate sand scene because like <laughs> oh
2: yeah, absolutely yeah. I, I so, think I <laughs> talked about that
0: with the tax the clones episode. Yeah, you
2: know, everyone <laughs> hates on it. I'm like, dude, just get past it. It's a,
0: it's like a weird line, but it's it's Anakin literally stating. Like how he feels about you know because like I hate sand. It's a metaphor. It's like it's wrapped up in a metaphor and shit. It's like it's great, you know, but it's ruined because of the memes. <laughs> it's cause the traffic gets everywhere. Yeah, well, like, it's funny. I get it, but like you know, so Boba Fett gets eaten. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he's like. And uh, do we hear Boba Fett's name until Han says it in this movie? Have we heard that before, or like? No, because like I didn't because I remember remember watching this when I was a kid for the first time. I hear I heard the word Boba Fett and I'm just like, where, where? Yeah, and he's like, and he does like the it's not a Wilhelm scream, but it's some other scream. But um, I'm like, man, he was cool looking. Now he's dead, but he he comes back though, so that's cool. Comes back in the form of his father. Not dead. (laughs) (laughs) He's not dead. He's he was just sleeping. Oh, we didn't talk about slave Lay, and I know I know that. Sep would definitely have a rant about this, and she did in, in a Revenge of the Sith episode, I think, where she talks about how, like, the sexualization of Leia and stuff, and like how it's wrong and stuff. And, like, I agree. Um, when I was a kid, though, I never even thought about Leia sexually like that. I'm not sure about yeah, you, you know guys. About you
1: as an eight year old? Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Okay,
2: (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Am I wrong here? Definitely, though. You're you're (laughs) definitely right. It's uh, especially now the era that we're in. We can look back and reflect on you know how the things that George Lucas made uh, Carrie Fisher go through were inappropriate, you know, abusive, almost. You know, the the thing that sticks out to me was from um, the original one where was like oh well they don't wear underwear in space you know just <laughs> yeah. a creepy old perv you know like it's wrong you yeah. shouldn't have done that it's the, also a product of the times anymore. so like and, and again you had the the overly sexualized princess leia yeah. you're right i mean when i watched it like 12 years old i wasn't thinking oh wow she's hot i want to sleep with her you know this, it's just not something that we as young kids look at yeah but all these old pervy people did
0: yeah, it's like well, that sounds like that sounds like everybody else's issue, not the, yeah. <laughs> you know. So so yeah, so after
2: the whole uh, Tatooine stuff, the first thing that Luke does is Luke's like, all right, I got to go back and finish my training. Mm-hmm. So mind you, between when Luke left Dagobah and now, this is like over a year. This is almost two years of time. Yeah. So he's now going back to finish his training with Yoda, and you know, unfortunately, Yoda.
0: Yeah. To death. He's, he dies in like in the in a single scene. He's like, "It's time for me to rest."
1: Luke asked me too
2: many We're questions. has gone. I am the last of the Jedi. You will be.
0: That's mm. the line. Ah, nice. The last
2: of the Jedi, or oh, I guess it would be Return of the Jedi.
0: Even though he lied because Ezra, Ahsoka, he uh, yeah. not um, <laughs> <You, you laughs> you know about all
2: that, right? You know, Yo, or, uh, Grogu, you
0: know, Grogu, you know, Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're not technically Jedi. Like it's, that's like the excuse for the Inquisitors aren't Sith. You know. It was like, because I always thought, like, the rule of two, you know, why are the Inquisitors here? Like, oh, they're not Sith. They're not Sith. They're just Dark Side users. So, it's a way to expand the universe without breaking the rules.
2: In a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. There, There's a point where I forget where Obi Wan says it. I think it was right after Yoda, you know, became one with the Force. You know, the, the ghost of Obi Wan says to Luke, he's like, you know, from a certain point of view, you know, it may look like that from a certain point of view, and that brings me back to another book, this book being Canon titled from a certain point of view where it's really good. It's, it's like, uh, it's like oh, it's like
0: short stories, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like 25 different characters and they you know, what happened to them in this timeline. So for example, one of them is Shmi Skywalker, you know, or, or it's the ghost of Shmi Skywalker, you know, and then another one is Boba Fett right after Vader takes the carbonite slab, in and then there's a whole different, you know, what else is happening in the galaxy. So it's a really oh. good, thing to, you know, plug in here.
1: That's, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, and well, we're, we're talking about this. So at, when we're on Dagobah, um, Obi Wan shows up after Yoda dies, and he's like confirms, with, you know, with the from a certain point of view, that's the uh, when he's like, yeah, Luke or uh, Darth Vader is your father. Um yes
2: yeah yeah that's that's exactly it you're right.
0: Yeah and then he also says like um there's another there's yeah he talks about the the other one and um you know he's like uh, your sister and then he just like the next line is just so quick he's like Leia I'm like shit. He guesses that way too quickly. He's like the only girl I've in the so universe. I done so much.
2: I done so much.
0: Yeah, he guilty
2: will be like, We don't know what he's done.
0: Like In Leia, years. him and Leia were like together alone for you know a couple years. You know, it was just three years or whatever when Hans well, frozen. When Chewie Carmen. was
2: there. Don't forget, Chewie was there too.
0: Chewie likes to watch. Hey, hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: hey, maybe maybe they got kinky and it was like a three way. I don't know. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. So we don't know. We don't know. But uh, but anyway, after that, what happens? He goes. Uh, they go meet up back at the Rebel base, and um, that's when they. If, probably the most awkward line deliveries. This must've been like the first day that they were shooting. Cause like the way Luke says, like, you're not going without me. And then um Han and Han and Lando have a scene together. And they're like, um, the way Lando delivers the line, he's just like, he's like, oh, you better bring her. Harrison Ford's like, you better bring her back in one piece. And then Lando's just like, would you get going you space pirate? He does like with the hands. I'm just like, what are you doing? That's like, That's really weird.
1: It's it's also the 80s at this point, so I don't know. What, in the 80s, 80s, people just acted like fucking weirdos?
2: (laughs) It's not a trap. (laughs) So so we go from the rebel base, uh, all that spiel, oh no, it's another uh, Death Star, just exactly the same as the other one. And what did they do? They also built a flaw into it. Stupid, cheesy, yeah. yeah, but from there we get to Endor, the forest moon of Endor, and we meet the lovable creatures ewoks
0: yeah which were supposed to be wookies if i remember correctly right yeah yeah
2: so I, bl- I believe it was just the name right so i believe the wo- what we know as wookies were supposed to be called ewoks but then somewhere in the conceptualization of the wookies we got you know the miniature versions and he was like oh no that's an ewok and we'll call these ones i don't know wookies <laughs> if if i were there that's how it would have went down <laughs> At, I mean, solid. It, at,
1: hands down one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars is the the speeder scene like it's yep. it's really well done and there's some stuff you were telling me about like how it was filmed
0: yeah that was really cool so what they would do this is 83 so the steady cam was invented so what they would use they would use a steady cam walk through the Redwood forest they would shoot one frame per second and and then they would speed it up to twenty four frames per second, so that so you they, know as they're walking forward. So they would click, 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 you know, and, and then that would that would translate to fast motion. So they they couldn't just speed it up in a program, yeah, or they couldn't like play the projector faster. So they literally had to do that in and splice each frame into the into the film reel, and that's how they made that like green screen effect where like the force is going really fast. This so. shit's
2: so cool. But no, that that slow mo bit that's that's really cool. You know how they did it a like frame by frame, like a true slow motion. Because you think, you know, the the com or the layman would think, oh, slow mo. You know, you just speed it up. But they don't understand. You know, that thirty frames per second is regular. So if we wanted to go faster, we need more frames. If we wanted to go slower, we need less frames. You know.
0: No, you have the other way around. So you want to you want to have more. Fr- yeah, you know what I mean. But you got to have <laughs> more frames. But yeah, um, but yeah, I think that the like, you know. Lucasfilm was very known for making like um good effects like uh, revolutionary effects like George Lucas was the first to do an entire movie movie in digital with Attack of the Clones um he like he was I mean I'm not sure if he was the first to do this but he made matte paintings kind of like a standard um in like I know that like the shot where like the um uh Darth Vader's ship is coming in at the beginning of this with the background that's a matte painting and they just had a miniature yeah Flying through on uh-huh. a, on a string, and like that's like really cool. And you but know, it's how they did it the whole time. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, man, it's really cool. They're
2: known for practical effects too. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. George Lucas, you know, again before the time of you know digital and all that bullshit, um, you know, he was always practical effects. You even look at um, what was it, the Phantom Menace, the Nemoidians, you know, the separatist people, the like, uh, uh, you know, the gray looking, oh fucking yeah, yep. was, yeah <laughs> all their head was practical cogs and gears that made their lips and their eyes and everything move because, you know, yeah, he could have done it digitally, but that's not how it does. Mm. And you, you think about where we are now, you find me, um, a movie of a, a blockbuster film right now that doesn't use any part of Lucasfilm, you know, Lucasfilm studios, their animation team, their sound effects, you know, all, all of these things that Lucas
0: created are still being
2: used. You know, like all the Avengers movies. Yeah. Use-
1: Skywalker ranch.
0: Yeah, they, they get all they the audio. All stuff. Yeah, yeah. ILM. Um, well, they were a big proprietors of Pixar, and that's like they're making Oscars every every time they put out a movie. So, you know, it's very award winning. And like George Lucas definitely had the forethought. You know, and everyone shit on him, and I I'm included. Uh, right around like when I was in, when I was like really getting into Star Wars, like um, like really focusing on how these films were made in like 2014, 2015. Um, I shit on him because I'm like. That CGI looks terrible. I can't believe he did that. You know, it's like, you know, that shit I'm um, for other shit um, for the screenplay, too. But I don't, know, I don't think it's that good. But hindsight's uh, yeah. <laughs> 2020. Heinz, yeah. Looking back now, though, and understanding, like, he revolutionized everything. He was the guy. Like, he's like, you know, you know he like what he's doing what Jim Cameron is, or he yeah, was doing James what Jim Cameron. James Cameron. It's a Jim Cameron. People call him Jim who you you don't know him i don't okay i don't know him but (laughs) (laughs) he's doing he 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 revolutionized motion capture in 2009 with avatar you know highest grossing movie ever you know well i don't know if he developed it but like he definitely made it prominent in films i know i literally think he, he developed it did he i remember seeing some sort of video where they're like we had to literally like tape we had to figure out like taping dots or whatever to people and like shit like that or like oh no 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 they okay so you're right they didn't invent motion capture he perfected it with um the face capture i think that's what he did okay because he he put all the dots on their faces and then he strapped a he made like the mechanism to put on their heads with the camera kind of like out in front of them yeah Yeah, a lot of video
1: games do nowadays
0: yeah well i remember because they were doing that in 2007 with (laughs) guitar hero (laughs) guitar hero 3
1: (laughs) yikes (laughs) <laughs>
0: right. but yeah so it's you know like george lucas definitely we owe him a lot to like how the film industry is today and lucasfilm is still revolutionizing stuff today with um i forgot what it's called but um it's the thing that they filmed the mandalorian on the moving projector screen
1: oh yeah the the big ass projector screen
0: um i forget what it's called it's yeah. basically a there's green- some some weird weird name like the minotaur or something like that yeah i don't know but they uh it's literally like they move the camera, and it's it's on it's digitally mapped. And when however they move it in the digital env- or in the physical environment, in the digital environment, it matches it, and it moves the projector screen. It's so cool, and you can have an actual actor up against a real background. Interact so it's not like how the prequels were made, or even how the original trilogy was made, when they're acting against nothing, which like is acting against the screen, you know. But now they have something to bounce off of, so you know, <laughs> and natural lighting too it's so cool yeah
1: yeah they can use it outside like that's the coolest thing
0: yeah it's it's fucking awesome dude uh so back to the movie though um where were we um they're they're just about to like launch their attack on on like the rebel or the the death star 2 and now so they're kind of on endor right now and they're like they're kind of attacking the bases with the with the shield generator right yeah 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 so there's like the shield
2: generator like Hut! I don't know what it was, and they were trying to take it over, but they needed the help of the little furry guys. Yeah, and, and, and I, I will say, you know, again with the Ewoks, I think this is the first time that we've seen in the movie C three PO actually be useful. This is the first time ever they <laughs> used C three PO.
0: I have literally in my notes uh, C three PO is the most annoying character in all of Star Wars. I hate him, but you know, it's, but, it but is here, nice to see but him be here, useful. He
2: was quintessential. You know, they the whole you know oh ah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know the glowing golden <laughs> thing. You know,
0: that's that's the first time he's been useful in all of these movies. <laughs> he's just like yeah, it's like three people uh make these uh, ewoks, you know, not yeah, kill us. Friend.
2: You know, befriend these guys, you know. <laughs> fluent in over four million forms of communication. All right, we'll fucking do something with it, dude. You know? <laughs> Except Sith.
0: Yeah, not Sith because or no, what well actually that's you know, now that's actually so he an is, interesting thing.
2: You know, see he is fluent in it. He does this and I think that's the second time. C-3PO becomes useful, which is in, uh, what was it called? Rise, uh, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. So he does speak Sith, but it was something with, you know, government, you know, government mandates where he wasn't allowed to speak it. But didn't any goddamn program him?
0: So what, yeah. so what, but was that a new, was that added in the sequel trilogy? So once, once they defeat the Empire in Return of the Jedi, did they reprogram 3 po in, uh, before Force Awakens? And then, so then, like, the New Republic regulations. That would make know? sense,
2: I guess. No, I guess, I guess they, I don't think they reprogrammed him then. I know they reprogrammed him at the end of episode three. That's okay. what That's remember all not remember. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, it could have been then or something.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of, <laughs> like, um, you know how, like, one of our TikToks was that um, uh, R2 um, didn't, uh, didn't uh, leave Luke's side because last time he left, somebody by, uh, Anakin didn't come back. Yes. Um, everyone says they wiped his memory though; he wouldn't remember. Like, no, 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 no it's established in the yeah. in the movies. They don't wipe the droid. Right, wipe uh, the protocol droid. Don't wipe the astromech. Yep. He said it in the movie, so you know, I, I I've wanted to say that for. <laughs>
2: Since that you hater's out
1: there
0: since TikTok, that tick tock has been posted, yourself. yeah, why, <laughs> literally,
1: why, why can you say it then
2: Pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we get we get basically the the big final act in the movie, and that is um split between three different um battles, I guess you got the one that I only care about, which is between uh Luke and vader uh, then we have Lando and going up against the inside the Death Star and the, the space battle, and then we have uh, Han and Leia uh, and Chewie at the shield generator. Yep. And like I said before, I don't give a shit about any of these storylines other than Luke and Vader. Like that is
2: point A no as well. No way. There's there's something I, I forget who told me about it, it was someone at work, but they told me there's a edit on YouTube and you'd appreciate this, Danny. There's an edit where they take all of the the space battle. And they cut out all the other bullshit. And they just play it back to back to back as if it was happening chronologically without all the you know cutaways. And that makes it way more enjoyable. I mean, I I (laughs) I hear what you're saying, the the Vader Luke fight scene, that's awesome. You know, that's that's what we paid for. But you gotta think about all these ewoks, man. It's it's basically the you know, the seven samurai story. You know, it's like the home people defending against the invaders. And the the home people were like these primitive fucking like little teddy bears with rocks and sticks yo shit's crazy
0: yeah well uh, yeah that, that was like one of the um uh themes or whatever like like lucas going up like making uh, the primitive against the technological right that was one of those
1: the shit i want to talk about for a second because sidebar battlefront 2 ewok
0: hunt shit's dope dude um, ewok am, hunt is so fun <laughs> i have ptsd playing that game like <laughs> Like, if you turn off your flashlight in that game, it's like you see, like, little um, fires burning in the distance, and then you, like, you don't know when an Ewok's going to come up and stab you in the back and shit.
1: You know? Stab him in the butt, guys! Stab him in the butt!
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it's, it's terrifying. That game is terrifying. Yeah, I think like- I stabbed you in the butt, like, many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. In the game.
1: Not... <laughs> Not in real life. (laughs) In the game. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, Sean, have you ever played
2: uh, the new Battlefront games for PlayStation 4 Xbox 1? You know what? Actually, it's a heartbreaking story. I pre-ordered the first Battlefront when it came out. Mm -hmm. I got the season pass, all that. My parents spent like $90 on this video game. Bang. And then it flopped. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm like, I'm never buying this again. And and like I said, with the season pass, dude, the season pass, we only got like three new characters, Mm -hmm. none of them being Jedi's. The, the coolest um, new character you could play as was like uh, the geek plays Lando and Boba Fett like that's
1: mm-hmm.
2: cool like whack but yeah Battlefront two is so much better dude it's so good no it's not it's, it's so no, it's not. it got My brothers got it no thank you it got no, I
0: you. I okay I was one of I was like you and like I played it once I played the story mode once on on Sep's PS4 before I even had a PS4 and I was like this game fucking sucks the multiplayer is bullshit and it's it's all pay to play they got rid of everything rebuilt it from the ground up and it's like it's it's like one of the, one of my favorite star wars games that i've ever played so you know we played it for like like four months straight or whatever yeah so, we played
1: a lot yeah and like they update everything with the facial scans too like it looks really
0: good yeah oh
2: no like, thanks if, if i want to play some combat simulator symbi- i'll play call of duty but i never want to play that so
0: yeah well it's i agree with you like <laughs> I do think a a good game should be like what Elden Ring was, where it was, it was a complete game, and it came out in like nothing, nothing. You didn't have to add anything to it. I've never played it. That's it. That's it.
2: Exactly. You know, when I spend $60 on a video game, I don't want to have to go out here and spend, you know, $30 more on a potential one or two new characters I play. Just just fucking put it in the game.
0: So the Vader and Luke fight <laughs> is, um, you know, a great fight. It it's, has all the emotional punch that we've been wanting for this entire trilogy and uh i really i, I mean i wrote so much about this like um it's been said in, uh, it's been said many times before how great this entire scene is but like damn is it great um vader throws the light his lightsaber like that's a new move we've never seen before in, the, in the, at this point in the trilogy mm-hmm. um also um when luke has the high ground on vader uh this is this is kind of like a retcon that fans have found but he says obi-wan has taught you well you know that's just kind of a line thrown in there in the movie i don't think luke, uh, I george think was thinking about that, that dude yeah
2: like, that's mad funny yeah because that's that's right when he throws the saber at him right because he's up yeah. on the scaffolding and he's like oh yeah oh god yeah
1: yeah so, <laughs> so i Obi-Wan thought that's the first time I think it's really good timing. I think it's just really good timing. I don't think it was ever planned. Like, yeah,
0: I don't. I really don't think it was planned. But yeah, because it's it's too it's too niche. Like you you can't hold on to that that secret for what thirty years or no nineteen years. My bad. Yeah, thirty years. My. Uh, but um, uh, Luke just loses it when Vader threatens Leia uh, to turn to the dark side, and it's just such a great tracking shot of them as they're going blow for blow, like going down that kind of like the like, I it's almost it's one it's one of the great shots of star wars i think it could be better if that staircase wasn't in the way though like that's like the only thing that would throw me off but like it's so it's so great it's like you just see and like how a big criticism that people say with action scenes is that um especially during like 2008 to 2012 or whatever, they were really uh, doing the quick cuts and close-up action scenes, yeah. and everyone's just like kind of craving like, just pull back, just watch the actors fight, and like that's what they did in this in this uh, this shot. So, you know, props. I give you props, George or uh, Richard Marquand, he's, he was technically the director. Yes, but it was really George. But
1: a lot of innovative stuff with this movie. I mean, this franchise,
0: like the trilogy, like so much came from these three movies. Yeah, well, the cultural impact can't be overstated. Yeah. I mean, the, this is like I mean, technically the second block or technically the second blockbuster was Star Wars the original. Um but this I'd say this is one of the biggest franchises like it, the most flawless big franchise um that that we've had. The trilogy I meant, I meant yeah. the trilogy. But it was a phenomenon. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Jaws was technically the first, but Star Wars opened up a whole niche of of entire like awakened nerd culture nerd in people yeah you know um one criticism that of this movie though that i would definitely say is that um leia i wish she had more of a personal connection to darth vader because you know she's his kid too and she's and she's fought she's faced off against him personally um in uh a new hope so like i feel like her, like, revelation, like, hearing that, like, you know, oh, Luke is my brother and Darth Vader is my father. I feel like that would have way more impact on her than being, like, I knew, like, or some shit, like, you know how she says it, you know? But I don't know. What do you think, Sean?
2: Honestly, you're not going to like it. No one else is going to like it. I think Princess Leia is the most overrated character (laughs) in the entire franchise. Whoa. (laughs) Who, who, Who likes Princess Leia? What does she do? What does she do? And then, you know, if we could bring it into the next generation, right? The the sequel trilogy of seven, eight, nine. She fucking just brought herself back in through the vacuum of space. You know, can you talk about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that she was, was fucking dumb.
2: I agree. She was garbage. And then, you know, it's a tragic story. What happened to her? Unfortunately, she died while filming the next one. But hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Here okay. I am thinking, that was the perfect way to send her off. Why don't you just fucking do that? You know? they would have been too uh, harsh. It, I, yeah, I yeah I do but, think. But it why kill been too late. off why kill off Han Solo in the first one? Because he won. and then have and have this crappy Princess Leia. Sorry, was it a Commander Leia or uh, General yeah, or
0: Organa? But
2: I, General, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why carry her throughout the rest of the movies I, and she's fucking. Dumb. I guess in the original draft of the trilogy,
1: like it's supposed to be Han in the first one, Luke in the second one, and then Leia in the third one. But obviously, she
0: didn't make it to the third one, so they had to kind of. I mean, she technically know. she's technically in it yeah and it's it's technically her on screen just different well, t- from honestly, a different movie you're,
2: you're talking about the you know the training sequence is that yeah. what you're talking
0: about yeah like her just right. like it's it's really chopped up scenes from uh force awakens just she they put different clothes on her and put her in a different environment and then you know so they so, they, yeah. they that was that was part of her estate's um last like will or whatever like um she didn't want to be Tarkin'd like um yeah. mm-hmm she wanted to be last like actually on the frame you know or in the frame so um but yeah, i i agree leia isn't the obviously not the most important character in in the ot or, or in star wars in general but i think she i mean she's she's you got to give her respect cuz she started she's like she's one of the originals you know and she i mean she has that badass scene in in new hope where she's like, you know, I thought I smelled your stench as soon as you climbed on board, and a British accent for some reason. Yeah.
2: But, uh, and then, you I've know. I've always said, have, have you guys seen the Blues Brothers, the movie The Blues Brothers? I saw it forever ago. I, All right. So I've always said that if I were to ever meet Carrie Fisher, you know, I go to a lot of Comic Cons and a lot of conventions and stuff. And I said, if I were to meet her, the one thing I'd get signed from her, nothing Star Wars, it'd be a copy of The Blues Brothers. Because of the <laughs> Blues Brothers, she's a more badass character than everything. She, like, shows <laughs> up with, like, an M16 because she's, uh,. Um, one of the Blues Brothers' like ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend or something, and she like guns him down with an M sixteen. I'm like,
0: oh. that was awesome,
2: but she couldn't do that in Star Wars
0: because <laughs> yeah. there's no there's no underwear in space. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I would if I were to meet her, um, I would get her. I would have her sign us a copy of Scream three uh, because she cameos really quickly in that and she's like there's a picture of like her headshot next to her and she's like yeah i know i look a lot like her but it's not i'm not her you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it,
2: that's basically what the blues brothers thing was it was just like a cameo you know yeah. trying to the star wars movement you know
0: yeah i mean i want to read one of her um uh one of her biographies or autobiographies where she's like um wishful drinking i think is one of them um it came out right before she died and so like i i thought it would be kind of like insightful to see what she was like thinking about towards the end of her life technically not that she saw it coming or anything but you know yeah but it's, it's just interesting and so but back to leia though i feel like if all right so sean you gotta agree with me if she reacted a little bit like like or if george gave her more development like with with that revelation of darth vader being her father you think that would make her a better character
2: no yeah definitely i think i think there needed to be more development with the character i think that's why i didn't like it because character didn't do anything you know, we, we talked about it in this movie. She she has the plan to, you know, to save Han Solo. Uh, you know, she comes in, she sneaks him out, and she defrosts him from the carbonite. And, like, again, that's the first useful thing she's done in three movies. You know, like, yeah, you see her in, like, uh, the Hoth base, like, doing stuff. But, well, like, what does she actually do?
0: I think it's more of, like, her status is what, it's what she is or what she does yeah. because yep. she's yep. able to she's get princess. everyone in good with, with the rebels, you know? That's that's her purpose in the story. It's not really o- overstated or, you know, but, you know, it, like I think George just has a problem with, I guess, with writing female characters um, because Padme was great in episode two because um, she was, like, a, a general main character and she actually fought in the final battle and she had, like, a lot of development. And then in the third one, she's just pregnant and sad. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like
2: you're definitely right, though, with the Padme thing. Like that's such a contrast of developed female leads. You know, like Princess Leia don't do dick, but here we have Padme Amidala who fights off the Neku in the Geonosis Coliseum, and Anakin and Obi Wan were like, "Well, how are we going to get her out?" And Obi Wan's like, "Bro, she's farther than you are, man. Like, don't worry about her. You know, like that's (laughs) awesome. You know, that's what we need." Strong female leads, and I don't think Princess Leia was that.
0: What's your thoughts on Ray then?
2: <laughs> Ray, I didn't like. <laughs> uh, well, but I think unfortunately, I think that's a problem of the circumstance. You know, like who knows what JJ was going to do. You know, like yeah. if if JJ got his full trilogy, then you know we could have seen something. But when it was Ryan Johnson in the second one? Right. Yeah. yeah. The the second one threw everything off balance. You know, and so. I think that was a really, really bad moment for the franchise. They should have just let J.J. do it. But greed got in the way and said, no, you're doing Star Trek. You're out of here. You know, I like, oh,
0: I didn't know that was the reason I thought he just didn't want to do it.
2: Well, no, I believe. And I mean, I'm no I'm no uh, expert on anything, but I believe the story goes that he was in the process of uh, working with who did Star Trek was it like um, Universal or something. I don't know. But he, w- he was working with oh, this yeah. other company to develop the first Star Trek movie or the second Star Trek movie, one of the live action Star Treks. And he was like, Nah, I'll do this, but you got to wait till I finish this. And they're like, Nope, you're off it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was one of those fanboys who was really hyped for Ryan Johnson with Last Jedi. Like, I'm, I'm like, Oh, he's going to have a great vision for this. And then I just didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize that he wanted, because an old interview surfaced about it, and he's like, uh, I don't want to make a good movie. I want to make a divisive movie. The best movies, are, in my opinion, are the ones that everyone hates and everyone loves. And I'm just like, why would you want to do that? Why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It's something different for the uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to get into that now. I know. I know. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I think Ray could have been a good character if she just had a, a flaw. You know, I I just think she's a flawless character and like she's not really relatable. But that's everyone said that before. But you know. But like unlike that, like Leia is Le- Leia is the daughter of Darth Vader. That's a flaw. You know, she's the she's the daughter of Hitler, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. They, if they just capitalized on it, that's my criticism. They could have just capitalized on Leia a little bit little bit more.
2: We're we're talking about the the Vader Luke fight. Yeah. And honestly, you're right. It was a good fight. It's the first time we see like good choreography, you know, because like the Vader Obi Wan fight was trash. And let's
0: be honest. It's <laughs> just two um, old men poking each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was trash. Uh, and then, I mean, I guess the one in Empire Strikes Back is kind of cool, but that was more that was more about you know the environment and less about the fight. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I like the Vader fight. I will say though, his fall was weak. He was just like, oh no, oh no, oh and yeah, was like slumped over. Like that was weak as hell. You're you're trying to tell me that this, you know, this um this murderous Sith Lord has decimated all of the Jedi, all of these people, and he can't, you know, hold up his lightsaber a couple more times. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: kind of yep. I totally get where you're coming from, and this isn't my talking point because I totally agree with you that they could have made a better choreography with the fight. Um. But everyone said it's not about the, uh, it's not it's not about the, the actual fight. It's about the emotion that Luke is expressing and like how like he's like wailing on him and that's like that's the story that they're being that they're telling. But like I get what you're saying. You and
1: know? there's another thing I wanted to bring up to that is like I really love how they convey emotion through Vader because he's just a mask and you yeah, just, you can see in that whole scene it's very tense, it's very emotional, and he's just like no, no, or yeah. whatever, yeah, it. it It just—it's so good. It's Mm. done so well, and I I got a hot take there. Though we we haven't really seen much of that in movies Mm. to to the point of this at least. Um, Yeah,
0: what's your hot take there? When when the no no came out, everyone hated it, and I'm one of the minorities where. No, in in Return of the Jedi, where they added like his no when he's like looking looking at the Emperor, looking at Luke, you know. Everyone hated that, and I'm just like i like that you know i mean like you know you can you can act it in in the mask you can get you can get yeah. like what was literally happening but you don't get that emotion um unless you have that no in there so like i'm one of the minorities where i like that but you know i just said i liked it okay okay we're in the minority then right, sean, are you sean you in the minority too
2: <laughs> I, I guess
0: i'm a minority
1: <laughs> all right hell yeah we're all we're all in agreement
0: Yeah, um, but speaking of that, when he's when he's getting wailed on, um, that shot of Luke looking at Vader with his hand cut off and then his own robotic uh, hand—perfect visual storytelling. Um, It doesn't get any better than that. You see, he has got a broken robotic hand, and you know from the last movie, Luke has a robotic hand. (laughs) You know what I mean? Symbolism. uh, You know, I just thought it was great. You know, but uh, you you said something about you know how
2: the It wasn't so much about the physical battle but like the internal emotional battle that vader was fighting and that's you're so right and you don't even know how so right you are because like again we we have a lot of uh comics and books and things that have coming out since then that drive that point even more you know there's uh you've read the vader comics you see in that the whole time vader's doing this work for palpatine he's like hmm but Padme, you know, but all about these people, you know, my whole life before this. So there was definitely that internal struggle and you're right. The, the emotional no and all that, you know, it really comes to a, a, a fine point right there. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And it's like knowing everything, you know about Darth Vader at that point when he's just like, you see all like that fan artwork of like him, like kind of brooding and then him is like a thought bubble. And it's just like um, Padme dead, you know, it's like he really threw away his life. And you like having that no there and just like, this is like his, this is his shot to fix whatever he can at this point. This is like the last moment and he does it. So it's, it's really, it's really nice. But, um, after, after he throw or after Luke basically beats the shit out of Vader and, you know, he stands on his high horse. He's all like, and then he, um, emperor's like, you know, opportunist. So he's going to, he's going to be like, Hey Luke, why don't you join me? You know, You, you just took out your father. You're all good. You know, like you, you passed my test. And he's like, and he throws away his lightsaber. And everyone pointed to that moment being like, oh, Luke, Luke threw, threw away his lightsaber in in in, the, in Return of the Jedi. And that's why it makes sense in The Last Jedi. No. Mm-hmm. The point of the scene is being, I will not join you as in defiance. And then The Last Jedi, he's, he's throwing it over his shoulder because he's just indifferent to the Jedi ways. Make no fucking sense. It's not Luke. Okay.
1: I... Rant. Okay, we're not going to get into that. That is not <laughs> the time we have right now. Okay.
2: So <laughs> So so right after that, right, uh, this is a note that I wrote down. It go, it goes back to what I was saying before, you know, there's no other teachers in the galaxy for Luke, you know, what what he has was from, you know, like uh from Yoda and then the ghost talking to him. But but when he gets hit by the force lightning by Darth Sidious, you got to think he's never seen this before. You don't know how to the, even if he had the lightsaber, he would have been like ah, what do I do? I'm just going getting electrocuted, you know? Yeah. So, so, that was really important to me. I was like, oh my god, like, this is some new, you know, like, um again, since you keep bringing up the sequel trilogy, you know, in The Rise of Skywalker, when we see Ray use, you know, the Force heal for the first time, you know, that's that's like this new, crazy, mystic art that we've never seen of. So, that's how I feel about the Force lightning,
0: because the only person who have seen it would have been Mace Windu, and, you know, he's dead he, he, he's potentially dead yeah i'd I'd say he's dead he could come back in the Mandalorian or whatever, but something that I always wanted um Luke to say was that um his father wasn't a good man, but he did it, but he technically did a good thing at the end right so I wanted to make it i want to make want to make sure that luke luke lucas um huh. said you know made the point where like Darth Vader's still a villain. You know, like he's not like all of a sudden a good guy once he like, you know, sacrifices the emperor, you know, so like that's you you can't just do one thing and you're redeemed. You have a You have slight redemption like you did a good thing, but it's like if Hitler saved a dog because he likes dogs right before the end of his life, he's still fucking Hitler. Like, yeah,
2: (laughs) you're absolutely right. You know, saving saving your son doesn't, you know, bring back all of those people you murdered.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll just <laughs> saved him from following oh,
2: yeah. your footsteps.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you, you, you ended the cycle. Good for you, yeah. but you still did all this bad shit, you know? But anyway, that's just my two cents on Darth Vader. Also,
2: right. be- before we wrap up, Darth yeah, yeah. Vader, uh, when you know he's lying dead on the floor and Luke's trying to pull him into the shovel, and he's like, oh, I'll take my mask off. I want to see you. So fun fact, Darth Vader is the character in all of Star Wars that has been played by the most actors. You know, there's so many people mm-hmm. between suit actors, voice actors, you know, if you want to count young Anakin stunt Anakin. actors. Yeah, exactly. So he's had the most people play that one character in all of Star Wars. But the problem I had is now he's fucking British. What do you mean? We, we take this helmet <laughs> off and you're, you're from England? What? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. That makes yeah. Okay. So, so the so. whole time he's speaking, he never has an accent. But as soon as he pops off, you know, that. yeah
0: but it makes no sense because he's american or like has like a semi-american accent with uh, hating Christensen, and then he's darth vader he's james Earl jones's voice and he's 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 not
2: british come on
1: yeah yeah. (laughs) i never thought about that that's great it's a weird uh
0: that's weird (laughs) i'd I'd never heard about that either (laughs) Shit, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we get to the end of the movie, uh, Darth Vader's uh, burial site, and it's a very a very emotional scene because Luke is all alone watching his father burn. Which, again, I think Leia should have been there, but whatever. Hundred um, you're,
2: percent, yeah. you're totally right on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And then, and then, uh, you know,
2: daddy issues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then, you know, they had the celebration of across the galaxy, which is added in the um, the special editions, which I think was a great addition. Um, you know, everyone. Uh, the Ewoks are celebrating. The people on Naboo are celebrating. Uh, Coruscant. Bespin, Coruscant. You know, so everyone's celebrating, and then the Emperor is supposedly dead, and um, <laughs> then we, you know, close to directed by Richard Marquand. Yeah. Or technically, George Lucas. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's Return of the Jedi. Um,
1: Sean, Sean, I, I like you, it. Yeah. Uh, I know you
2: got a lot of stuff there. What else you got that you want to talk ah, about? Well, no, no, I, I've gotten. I've said most of my piece, but, but you I agree with you on the, you know, seeing peace across the galaxy. That, that was awesome. Yeah. There's not a lot of things that I agree with Lucas for putting in, you know, like again, at the very end, the, the force ghost of Hayden Christensen. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. We <laughs> don't need that shit. We don't need that
0: shit. Yeah. Cause but, it just created a bunch of different explanations that made no sense. So
2: exactly. But, but the moment that struck with me the most was when we saw the Jedi temple. Because he said, you know, peace on Naboo, piece on Endor, oh. peace, peace on Coruscant, and it actually showed the Jedi Temple. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that thing's still standing? You know, that's yeah. so crazy because yeah. that to me is like my favorite piece of architecture in all of Star Wars.
0: Oh, yeah. I never – yeah, that's actually – yeah, I'm surprised book. the Empire would keep that around or maybe – they must have repurposed it or something. Cause. Well, we see it again
2: in uh, – I think it's the force awakens. The first time we see like all of the legions of the first order. That's at course on, on the Jedi temple.
1: Hmm. Oh, I mean, we also see it in all of clone wars. So
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> there's some, I mean, no hate to animation, but there's something that's more, that's just like, yeah, more about, um, seeing it live action. Even if it is CGI made, it just yeah. looks like more realistically looking, compared to like an animation style i just like, think it looks better like in like the original or the see, prequels the prequels i
1: think we're wrapping
0: that's up all here. i got for the for the movie that's all, all right. i know it's yeah sean what do you give this movie out of 100
2: uh ugh, i'm not prepared for this um, <laughs> probably like probably like a good 85 you know I'm, i ain't mad at that score 85 for sure yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I'd, I'd say I'm always the 85 guy, So, I'd, but it's been a while since i said 85, so I'm going to go 85 on this one. I think it's the uh, weakest of the original trilogy. Uh, kind of. Oh I, I think it's weakest well, of, the, of the original trilogy. He's in the, have you seen the first one? Yeah, have you? Yeah. I've seen the first one. <laughs> the first one tells a pitch-perfect structure story oh, okay. about a, a character going You're from the one place Danny. to like Whatever. <laughs> right. I can, we can all agree Empire is the best, though, right? Oh,
2: yes, yes, 100%.
0: And, oh, uh, shot I see, a shocked. <laughs> <Like,
2: laughs> I mean, like I said, if you take the last hour of that and the first hour of this and make that a movie, I'll pay for that ticket every day.
0: I'll agree with but, that one. I'll but the whole
2: that. Dagobah, I actually—it's funny—I didn't mention this. Um, for Empire Strikes Back, the whole Dagobah stuff, trash, trash. Mm. Yoda jumping around, with you, Yoda on your back—I'll take Ewok village, you know, C-3PO telling stories to the Ewoks <laughs> over a Dagobah scene any day.
0: Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Um, I like I like the story that's being told. Like, the, ge- the ge- bare bones, like, Luke is training on Dagobah. We have to have a training sequence of him. Could have been done a little better, more interesting. But um, could, Yeah, could have totally done, like, a, you know, a, a rocky type of montage or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, Make it fun, you know? But the the cave scene, though, that's, you know, that's, like, the scene of the, of the Dagobah. Scene. So, um, yeah, so, 85. 85. 85, yeah. What do you give it?
1: Well, Empire is my favorite of the original trilogy. Um, and you hope it's my least favorite of most of Star Wars. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, Wrong. This one's kind of in the middle of the 11 movies
0: that we have. Yeah, it's probably like an 81. 81. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because this movie lives and dies on the final battle between Luke and Vader. Yeah. The rest of it. Eh. Well, the first hour, though, the, dude. First hour is really entertaining. It just it just feels like a side quest. And I know Sean's going to be offended. Though. It just feels like a side quest compared to, like, the the actual story between Vader and Luke that we're telling. I see the know? burning I mean, rage in your quest. You know, I think
2: <laughs> I think they're literally like uh, finishing the story that was began in the last movie of, you know. Oh, we're selling off frozen Hanzolo. Like so you can't you can't start a new story without resolving that,
0: you know. Yeah, well he's but, one but of the main characters, so I get it, yeah. I
2: will say though what what hurt this movie for me was a new trilogy. You know, like especially with again I said JJ J. Abrams, who knows who knows what JJ J. Abrams was going to do, but when Palpatine came back in the third one, they <laughs> we were like, "Wait,
0: oh my god, did you
2: <laughs> see that shit explode and like yep. fall to the earth?" Yep.
0: Yeah, never mind just completely erasing Anakin's entire arc. He is the main character of Star Wars, make no mistake. And yeah, so the, a doubt. the first trilogy, or the prequels, are supposed to be about the fall of Anakin Skywalker. The original trilogy is supposed to be about the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. And the sequel trilogy was supposed to be about the legacy of Anakin Skywalker. They didn't capitalize on the legacy. And they just, you know. <sighs> All right. Before we get too
1: deep into this conversation, I think this is a good place yep. to uh end Return of the Jedi. So one more time, we are seen it before. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Seen It Beforecast. That's S-C-E-N-E, it beforecast. And on Twitter now as well with the handle at Sib underscore Pod. S I B underscore Pod.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Danny, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore was, my YouTube channel or my letterbox at DJ Was or my YouTube channel at Danny Was. And um Sean, what do you what do you have to say? You wanna anyone link you? Get that podcast oh, yeah, boy. Hi.
2: <laughs> uh Sean here, uh partial host of the Main Men podcast. Main M A M E Men M E N podcast. Find us on Instagram at that main men podcast. Uh yeah, check us out.
1: Yeah, hey. I definitely recommend that if you are into retro gaming at all, and in any capacity. Or if you want to find out what retro gaming is, you know. What- oh, yeah. Do even, even better. Even better. All right. Well, it's been an honor as usual, everyone. We'll catch you next time.